Hi, and welcome to From a Full Cup. I'm your host, Natalie Mullen, a certified wellness educator, speaker, facilitator, and teacher. From a Full Cup is a mental wellness education podcast that helps women prioritize their wellness and put themselves first because you can't pour from an empty cup. I present unique wellness tips and strategies in ways that are relatable and practical and can be adopted for your lifestyle. Whether I'm speaking at an event, facilitating a workshop, or coaching clients, I'm passionate about helping women dream big, take action, and move the needle forward to achieve the life they want. Now, let's get started. Hey y'all, this is the sixth episode. I'm so happy, and I'm loving it, McDonald's style. I'm loving it. So anyways, last week I talked about tiredness, which I think is a topic a lot of people can relate to. And I've been getting some really good feedback on that episode. And I myself have been putting into practice some of the tips and I've seen improvement so far. So I'm going to continue going. Remember with wellness practices, it's never about a quick fix. It's always about small baby steps that you can manage and that you can build on and maintain consistency. It's time for the take action segment where I celebrate friends, clients, and podcast listeners who were able to take action and move the needle forward. So today I want to shout out Alicia. She was feeling stuck regarding how to start social media for her business. And after we spoke, she decided she would start with something that felt good to her and in alignment. And I'm happy to announce that she has started doing Instagram videos posting about immigration in Canada and different hacks and uh, tips to help people who are in the immigration process. So you can check out her page in the show notes. And if you've taken action, please send me an email. Or if you're listening on Spotify, you can just hit reply and let me know so I can celebrate you. So our episode today is about how to start when you don't know the first step. So I want to give you an example of a time I had to do just that. So I'm going to take you on a little story with me. We're in a journey back in time. So a few years ago, my friend and I, KK, KK, I call her my little sister. So we we were downtown Toronto. And we were walking to the mall, Eden Center to be specific. And I think it was a Tuesday. But right before we got to the mall, there was a store on the side. And KK pointed it out and she said, hey, Natalie, that's um, a bubble tea store. Do you want to go in and try it? And I said, well, you know, I've never tried bubble tea before. And she said, neither have I. And I decided, you know what? At that time, I had a tea bag company. It was called Taste Tea Naturals. And I was like, you know what? Sure, let me go in because, you know, it's not about tea bags, but it's still related to tea. So I'm open to learning and trying new things. So I went in and it was really funny because at first we tried tapioca and I hated it. I remember I spat it right out in front of the lady. I asked for a napkin. I was so disgusted and I was ready to exit the building immediately. And she reassured me that a lot of people felt the same way, but that they would definitely have some kind of product I'd like. So next she told me to try these jellies. They were called passion fruit jellies. And I said, okay, but I was not excited because I really, truly hated the tapioca. So I decided to try passion fruit jellies and I was sold. These things were magical. Just magical little flavor bombs that were chewy, and I loved the texture, and I love how it complemented the drinks. And I remember saying to KK, I think that this would do well in Antigua. 
because at this time I was living in Antigua and I was just on vacation in Canada. So I had, at that point, I think I had moved to Antigua maybe just the year before. And KK was also from Antigua originally. And so she agreed and said, yeah, that this would be a good idea in Antigua because they don't have bubble tea there. That was a Tuesday. By Thursday evening, I had decided I was opening up a business in Antigua and I already had purchased some product and had it shipped to Antigua. So while I was there in Canada enjoying the rest of my vacation, product was being shipped to Antigua for me um, to start my bubble tea business. And can I just add, I had no business starting a business. Like I was a school teacher. I don't even know what came over me to say, yeah, I'm just going to go to Antigua and start a business, like a physical business. Yes, I had the tea business, but that was kind of online and kind of really not going that well because I didn't have all the skills that I needed. And I was kind of struggling to keep that one afloat in the first place. So how it dawned on me to order product and decide I was going to do an actual physical business in Antigua, like when I really sit and think about it, that was really quite wild. And I did not know not one single thing about bubble tea at the time. I didn't even know other people who drank bubble tea because at this point in time, bubble tea wasn't that popular and it was not very popular with people outside of the Asian community. Boy, oh boy, have things changed in a few years. So I just did the thing. And, you know, it started out very interesting. We started out with a tent. And, you know, the first day was a disaster. And I forgot sugar for the drinks. And we didn't actually have any customers. Because the one customer who was going to buy a drink forgot his wallet. But we gave away a bunch of drinks. And, you know, we had a good time. And I ended up having that business for over three years. And it was one of the best experiences I've ever done. I was able to eventually have multiple locations. I was able to have a storefront. I was at a college. I was at two different college campuses. And I did tons of events. And uh, just, just so many fun things came from that business. I made a lot of friends and just grew my network. And I was just so happy to share my joy of this drink with other people. And what's so cool is that I now have that legacy. I can say that I was the first person to ever bring bubble tea to Antigua in history. That's pretty cool. Not a lot of people can say something like that. And remember, I had zero experience with bubble tea. I didn't even know what it was. So I say all that to say, you don't have to have it all planned out. You just need to take the first step. So today we're talking about taking action. And this falls under mindset, which is one of the 12 elements of wellness. And mindset is really your frame of mind and how you move through the world in reaction to your beliefs. It's the way you think about the world and the kind of thoughts that you have about everything, really. I talk to a lot of people who have ideas that they want to bring into the world or maybe it's a change that they want to make in their life. But they often feel one of two things, either unequipped or overwhelmed. Both leave them feeling stuck and in a place of stagnancy. And I want you to think for a second, are there any areas in your life where you feel stuck? Is there something that you want to do, 
some kind of dream you have or a goal you want to accomplish, but you're just not sure how to get there? And how does that make you feel? Does it bother you? Does it keep you up at night? Maybe you feel frustrated or you feel unqualified or unmotivated. And I want to know if you felt less stuck, what would you actually start to do? Or what would you start to take action on? I want to know what are those little dreams that are in your heart that you just have not given voice to? You haven't given action to? Okay, so as always, when practicing disruptive wellness, we start by examining our mindset so that we can make mental shifts and reframe our thinking. So as I go through some of these common thoughts and beliefs, I want you to think if you can, I want you to see if you can identify with any of them. For a lot of people, the number one thing holding them back from taking action is fear of failure. They're just scared to pursue their dreams because they're worried they might fail. And this can be related to self-confidence or a concern about what others might think about them if they don't succeed. And you have to reframe your thoughts to tell yourself, failure is okay. There is, it's very true, you might fail. And guess what? There is nothing wrong with that. It's better to try and say, okay, I tried and I wasn't successful than not to try at all. So you have to build that confidence in yourself to just step out. Because what is the worst that can happen, really and truly? You'll never know unless you try. And that's directly related to self-doubt. A lot of people just doubt their own abilities and their skills. But you don't have to rely just on your abilities or skills. You can partner with other people. You can improve your skills, improve your knowledge, improve your resources so that you are more grounded and equipped to pursue whatever your dream is or your goal. And for other people, it's just about staying in the comfort zone. Like they have great ideas, but they're just, yeah, not quite willing to actually make them happen because at the end of the day, they're good. Like just imagine that all the inventors of the world were like, you know what? We're good. We enjoy the comfort zone. We're not going to do anything different. What? Like, we would not progress as a society. Like, for all the people that created the internet, thank you. Thank you for taking action. Because I personally am a person who has benefited from being around during the age of the internet. I don't think I would have survived pre-internet. I was born pre-internet, or at least pre-mainstream internet. But... The internet kind of became popular right around the time that I was in school. So it was perfect for me. I really just can't imagine what my life would look like without the internet. So sometimes you just got to sit with discomfort. You got to lean into that, lean into the discomfort and friction and resistance. And I'm going to talk about this in a different episode, but this is how you push past the comfort zone. And this is how you get things done. And for other people, it's about perfectionism. And don't get me wrong, I'm not one for raggedy things. I have a standard, I have a really high standard, and I try really hard to meet that. You will not see me produce anything that is subpar because it just goes against my own moral code. But at the same time, you want to ensure that your perfectionism is not paralyzing. 
it is better to do something pretty good than perfect. Now, I'm not telling you to come out here and, you know, come out with like B level. No, no, no. Let's, let's aim, let's aim for that A or maybe a B plus. Okay. But let's get going, right? Like, don't just say to yourself, well, I don't think that I can release this into the world because it's not perfect. And then you work on that perfect, perfect, perfect goal or aspiration for the next 20 years. And guess what? It never becomes perfect. Like none of us are God. So it's really hard to achieve something that's perfect, especially on the first try, because things get better over time as you improve upon it. But how can you improve upon something if it hasn't been put out in the first place, right? You have to just get started. And for others, and this is a big one, it's comparison to others. And this is tough because just, I don't know why, but our society is just one where people compare themselves to other people. And it's good to compare yourself in terms of, oh, look at what that person's doing. I think I could do that too, or I could do something similar. And therefore you're inspired and you're motivated. But after you look at them, you need to stop. You need to now go mind your own business and focus on your own things. Otherwise, you will become depressed because you never know what their journey was to get to where they're at. And so you just keep thinking for some reason that you guys are like twins and that you have parallel situations and therefore you should be in the same place or you should be at the same, uh, yeah, the same, basically the same pace of life or, or maybe have accomplished the same things. And that's just doesn't make sense because you're not the same person. So you have to stop looking at those other people and just keep your head down and focus on what you're doing. Maybe every once in a while you can glimpse up because of course it's good to see what other people are doing, but not if it's going to distract you from your own purpose, from your own goals and from your own dreams, especially at the beginning. You kind of have to find your footing. And once you find your footing and you're secured and anchored, then you can look a little bit more to see what other people are doing. But really, you need to compare yourself to yourself. Year after year, are you improving? Are you growing? Are you learning? And if you are, then let that be the measure. So now that we've talked about mindset, what are the realities that are holding you back? Maybe it's a lack of resources, whether knowledge, time, money, or connections. Maybe it's a lack of community and accountability or like-minded people. Perhaps you're traumatized from a negative past experience that didn't end well and you're scared to do it again. Or maybe you're scared of being seen and putting yourself out there because you don't want to feel like an imposter. And whatever the situation is, I want you to think of yourself as an Olympic hurdler. And I want you to embody that role. And ask yourself, how can you overcome these challenges? How can you jump over each hurdle one by one? Your path does not need to look like someone else's. And yours might be like a zigzag line and somebody else's path is a spiral and somebody else's goes up and then it goes down. It doesn't really matter. Mind your business and focus on your own path based on your goals, values, and vision for your life. It reminds me of the episode of Fresh Prince with Ashley. I think it was Ashley and Will. It's like, mind your business, just mind your business. That's all. Mind your own business. Just focus on yourself and what you need to do. So how can we move forward in the right direction and move this needle forward? I'm going to give you a list of some practical strategies. But remember, just find one thing that you can try to start. 
Don't get overwhelmed and try to do them all. And before we do these practical strategies, I think some three easy questions to ground you are, what do you want to do? Why do you want to do it? And who can help you get started? So once you've answered those three questions, you have a little bit of clarity. And your first step is going to be to research. You need to find information. So search Google, use AI to help you, use ChatGBT. Marie Folio says that everything is figureoutable. And I truly do believe that. If you search long enough and if you ask enough questions, you can figure out the information that you want. So you can also use things like webinars or, or um, YouTube or forums. But give yourself a timeline with this. I would suggest no more than a week. Now, it depends on what your goal is, because if you're trying to build, I don't know, a NASA rocket, well, I think you do need to give yourself a little bit more than a week. But remember, it's not we're not giving this timeline to complete it. We're just giving this timeline to start. So I take that back. For a NASA rocket, you don't need a week to start. You just need like one or two days of research, and then you can get going. And that get going might be signing up for a course or enrolling in a college program or making an appointment with the advisor for the program. I think that we forget how simple the first step has to be. It could just be making an appointment to go visit NASA or drive by NASA or watch a YouTube about NASA. Like the first step is not, okay, I've now drafted my design for my first rocket. No, no, no. The first step is way, way smaller than that. The second step is to immerse yourself in the thing. So if I want to start a bubble tea business, then the best thing for me to do is go try bubble tea in as many places as I can, find out the things that I like and don't like, think about ways that I can make my business stand out, maybe survey customers, find out what they like about the bubble tea, what are things that they wish were done differently. Okay, you just got to immerse yourself in the whole world of what it is that you want to do. And for step number three, you can find a program or a course if you want to shortcut your learning. Now, I don't always recommend this. And if it's for information alone, I'd say skip it because everything is out there on the internet for you. But if you don't have a lot of time or you're not a person who likes to do deep research, you can shortcut the time by using a course that's already done, or perhaps working with a coach or a consultant, somebody who's already done the thing that you want to do. If you're getting a roadmap and accountability and support and guidance, then I think it's worth it. And it might not even be a formal coach. It might just be someone you ask for 30 minutes of their time and you come ready with specific questions. And there is such a thing as course fatigue or course overwhelm. And also a lot of course creators and coaches are charging some super high prices and the value is not justified. So just be careful of this. There is nothing wrong with spending money and investing in yourself and investing in your knowledge and learning, especially if it's going to help you get to the next level and move yourself forward. But just make sure it's justified and it's actually going to be valuable to you. And step number four, I would say, is to start with a scaled down version of the dream just to start. So just test things, analyze, tweak, and then repeat it at a higher level and keep rinse and repeating until you're, you get to your goal. 
you just need to make it up as you go along really and truly. Because if you just sit there and you wait for everything to be perfect, that just might not be how your story was going to go. So a lot of business owners, even to this day, even though there's so many courses and there's so many programs and there's so many people who've gone to business school, I think everybody just stumbles along the way. And maybe your goal is not anything to do with business. Like maybe your goal is to start a podcast or run a marathon or travel the world or find more friends or overcome mom guilt. Like there are so many things that can be your goals. So whatever it is, the point is you still need to take action. One thing you can do is just put all your ideas in a Google Doc. And as you get clarity, you start to move some of the ideas down or maybe start to cross them out. But I would suggest not deleting the ideas because sometimes you come back to an idea later. It didn't make sense to you then based on where you were at in life, but it makes sense later on. So maybe have like a doc for discarded ideas or just strike them out. Another thing you can do is just talk to people. Talk to people around you about what your ideas are. Now, you have to be talking to people who are going to support you. There are a lot of just negative Nancys out there. There's a lot of people who are scared and don't want to take action. And therefore, they don't want you to take action either. They don't want you to be great if they're not. So they're going to keep you down. Okay, so you have to find people who can uplift you, who are going to support you and encourage you. And talk to them. Just tell them what your ideas are or tell them that you've started. And as they continue to praise you and as they ask questions, it will help you gain confidence in whatever it is that you're trying to do. And you can also do this via the internet. I really suggest just writing out your ideas on Reddit or Discord or in Facebook groups. Now, if this is something like, let's just say you're starting a special kind of business and there's proprietary information, um, and it's life-changing, then maybe don't do that, right? Because you need to protect your intellectual property. Um, if it's just like, you know, I'm thinking about making this change in my life, just share it. And you can choose how much to disclose, right? You don't have to disclose everything. Another thing you can do is just talk to a friend, a friend that's already done what you've done and say, how did you do that? Do you mind sharing with me the first three steps that you took or the biggest decision that you had to make. And a lot of people are, are willing to answer questions. To be honest, a lot of people are flattered when they're asked these kinds of questions, but you just have to be mindful and respectful of their time. So you can't say, hey, can I pick your brain for an afternoon? What? No, no, you can't. I'm busy. But if you say, hey, do you have 30 minutes? I have a very specific couple questions I just want to ask you about da -da -da topic. You know, that person might be like, yeah, I can do that. Or maybe they'll be like, you know what? I don't have time for a conversation, but if you shoot me an email, I'll get back to you within a week. Okay, so lever leverage the relationships around you to see who already knows something about what it is that you're trying to do. And it's so important, and I'll say this over and over again, it's just about baby steps. You only need to know the next step, in my opinion. Now, some people are very organized at a high level and they want it all laid out for them and they want to know all the steps ahead of time before they get started. And if that's you, well, that's you and that's your process and that's fine. But I think there is a lot of power in creating a loose plan. And the reason I say this is because most likely something is going to either go wrong or going to go differently from how you thought it was going to go. And so it's good if you have a little bit of wiggle room to pivot. 
It's like, I don't know, for, for anybody who's had a baby and they created this birth plan, like I had a two-page birth plan with bullet points and bolded sections. I printed multiple copies. And I'm not even a super organized person, but I still did all of that. Nobody saw my birth plan. It did not even leave my bag because my son came so quickly. Okay, so thankfully, my doula had warned me okay, make the birth plan, do what you want to do, but just know that it might not go the way you want and you have to be open to that. And having that bit of preparation from her was helpful. And at the same time, it was helpful for me to at least write down the ideas that I wanted to have. Now, did any of those ideas come true? Um, You know, not really, maybe 10%. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It's okay. It was just a thought. And so you have to kind of go into this loosely being willing to understand that things might change and that you might have to pivot the clarity comes with doing and i did record a, an off-the-cuff episode about that so if you want more information you can go look at that episode okay but give yourself a timeline to to take this action and then just get going if you're looking for support and accountability to help you take action and move the needle forward to get closer to your goals then visit natalie.com services And I'd be happy to have a conversation with you to decide if action coaching would help you and be a good fit for you. If you notice that in life, you're often not able to take action, this is speaking to something bigger. There's probably some sort of block and it's worth investigating, whether through therapy or maybe just spending more time with yourself and Digging deeper to uncover and understand what consistently holds you back in life. Are there certain fears that haven't been addressed? Are there things from your childhood that you heard and saw growing up that make you not believe in yourself? You need to figure out what the block is so you can address it and move forward. My call to action today is to do it scared. Do it without knowing all the pieces. Get some info, some resources, and some support, and just do the thing. Whatever the dreams are that are placed in your heart, whatever the goals are that you want to accomplish, take action and move the needle forward. And once you do this, I am sure you will feel more relieved because you're getting closer to your goals. And there is something about fulfillment that all of us have inside of us. We all want to feel fulfilled. We all want to feel a sense of accomplishment. We all want to feel like we are living or, or getting closer to the kind of life that we envision for ourselves. I want you to know that to take action, you do not, I repeat, you do not need to fully know what you want to do. You just need to have an idea and a direction. And if you feel unequipped or unqualified to start working on your dream, that's okay. Take the step anyways. That first step instantly qualifies you for greatness because you took action. I am telling you, you are able and you are capable. Choose one step and move the needle forward. I invite you to say today's affirmation with me. I can accomplish anything. My dreams are worthy and valid. I owe it to myself to at least try. So in closing, I believe in you and I'm cheering you on. Whether the thing you want to do is personal and will only impact you or it's got a wide reach and will impact millions or something else in between, it doesn't matter. 
All that matters is that you honor your vision for your life and put your best foot forward to bring them to life. Please leave this podcast a five-star review and share this episode with a friend who has an idea but hasn't felt ready to go for it. Let them know that you believe in them and build your network of like-minded people. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. It truly means the world to me. And if it resonated with you, please shoot me an email to let me know. Subscribe to my weekly newsletter in the show notes to get more wellness content. This podcast is brought to you by Captivate, the best podcasting platform. And if you're looking to start a podcast, you can start a free trial by clicking the links in the show notes. Until next time, continue to serve yourself, your loved ones, and your community from a full cup.